Wait a minute, I hear something. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back. It's another episode of Dr. Movie. I'm your host, Rick. And as you can tell, the car is not running like it normally is. This show is done from behind the steering wheel of my vehicle, which is currently not running. Uh, And on purpose, though. I'm on my lunch break. And I thought I'd just go ahead and kind of knock this one out for you. Um, (laughs) Got to check out a movie from the mid-90s, which is always questionable right just because there just wasn't really a lot going on in that time frame that uh that really holds up but this is kind of a hidden gem and i'd never seen this before and you know it's got its issues for sure but at the same time it's a lot of fun we are talking about the demolitionist from 95 sci-fi action flick and directed by Robert Kurtzman. Now, Robert Kurtzman may not be a familiar name to him. Is is to me. Um, he was one of the main people behind K&B special effects. So K&B did the Evil Dead stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff. I mean, him, uh, Nicotero, all these guys, they've gone on to become, you know, well, they're following Savini in footsteps is basically is, you know, breaking out and becoming directors and stuff so uh because i was watching this and i didn't realize kurtzman was the director i was like man whoever made this knows a lot of people because they shoehorned a lot of people in here you're like how did they get them and how did they get them so that's that's what makes this movie interesting is it's not a great movie but the cast is like a horror fan or a b-movie fan's dream and uh, so that's why I'm thrilled about talking about this one. Um, it does only have a 4.3 out of 10. I enjoyed it more than that, you know, so we'll we'll see. Um, let's do a synopsis. A biologically engineered crime fighter targets an arch enemy re- responsible for her partner's murder. Yeah, it's real basic. If, if that sounds familiar... This movie is RoboCop. That's, <laughs> that's the easiest way to put it. This is this is female RoboCop, uh, with a little dash of the crow in it. Uh, that's that's the best way I can describe it. Uh, our looking at our list here of uh, why to watch. It's intense, thrilling, and violent. Well, yeah, that's very much. The Demolitionist is so much fun, and is it even a so bad? It's a good movie. It's sort of a it's sort of a movie. It's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it's not bad enough to fall in that category. Uh, you know, from the looks of it, you're going to be, yeah, it's a super low budget. And it is. It's low budget. But uh, it's pretty fun. And you get some legit acting in this. Says the action is pretty enjoyable. Enough gunplay and explosions. Only it's not that stylish or choreographed. True. Again, low budget, uh, but you do the best with what you got. That's what David Lee Roth said. <laughs> it's super ambitious, has a solid cast, but doesn't quite connect. 
I like some of the action and the slow-mo can be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like I said, it's got its issues. But then again, it's 1995, uh, a new guy that's becoming the director. But hey, all that aside, let's talk about this cast. It's going to take me forever to get through this cast. And I, it's just every time somebody would pop on the screen, I was like, how is this even possible? We start off with uh, Nicole Eggert, right? Star of the movie. She's the demolitionist. Uh, come on. Charles in Charge. Uh, Baywatch. I mean, supermodel. I mean, <laughs> Richard Greco is Mad Dog in the movie. I mean, whatever happened to that guy? I mean, I, I guess I could do some research, but I don't know. It seems like everything I saw him in back in the 80s and 90s, I really liked him. And then he just kind of disappeared. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on. Everybody knows who he is. Bruce Abbott's in this, right? From uh, Reanimator. Um, you know, solid dude. We got Susan Terrell in this. Susan Terrell from Crybaby, uh, Forbidden Zone. Uh, what's the horror flick? Uh, Nightmare. Was it Nightmare? She was in the Angel Flicks. Uh, what was the other name for the movie? Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker, something like that. Uh, I'm trying to find the name of that, or what it was called. Uh, well, I'm going to spend... I mean, she's been in a ton of stuff, guys. Y'all know that. Uh, even in tape heads, which I'm planning on doing pretty soon because of a listener's request, actually. Anywho... Uh, yeah, Susan Terrell, pretty iconic. Heather Lagenkamp. <laughs> See what I mean? This list just goes on and on. Uh, she's a news reporter in this movie. Uh, we got Tom Savini in this. I don't know the connection there at all. <laughs> but he's got a pretty good part. Andreas Jones is in this. What, Nightmare 4, I think. What else is he in? Uh... Sorority Babes in the you know that movie uh, in the slime ball Bolorama I believe. <laughs> uh, who we got here? Peter Jason, right? This is that guy that you've seen in a ton of movies, and you just you never know his name. And I mean, he's in They Live. Uh, God, I don't know a bunch of stuff. Uh, what else can we pull up here? Prince of Darkness. I knew he did some Carpenter stuff. Um, In the Mouth of Madness, Arachnophobia, Village of the Dam. I mean, you know, he's he's a, a mainstay for all those flicks. Bruce Campbell is in there for about 20 seconds, right? The great Bruce Campbell. Uh, Sarah Douglas. Come on. Uh, from from the Superman movies, right? She's the the Kryptonian Ursa. Uh, Joe Pilato. <laughs> I mean, uh, I just keep getting blown away the more I look at this list. Joe Joe Pilato from Day of the Dead uh, has a, a great role in this. Uh, <laughs> David Anthony Marshall. Uh, 48 hours, I mean, jailbait, the, the strange, I mean, he, he, these, I mean, everybody, they've all been in a ton of stuff here. 
Greg Nicotero. Uh, you heard me bring him up all ago with the K and B stuff, right? Uh, I'm gonna just try to skip through some of these. Derek Mears is in it. Uh, Reggie Bannister is in it. Uh, Dan Hicks from Evil Dead Two and Dark Man. I mean, it's <laughs> it's just crazy. Everybody that's in this flick. So, um, there you go. You you've got a, a huge cast. In a low-budget film, which is, I guess, let's put it this way. If I was ever going to make a movie, it would probably end up being something like this. Probably not as good, but it would want to be a tip of the hat to all of my heroes thrown together in one movie. And that's that's what you got here, right? Um, yeah. Uh, Greco and his brother, uh, Mad Dog and his brother, are on uh, death row. They're about to get executed, and uh, Reggie Bannister <laughs> is there to make sure that this happens. He's kind of the officer that's in there with them, him and a priest. And something goes wrong, and they end up throwing the priest and the uh, and Reggie Bannister in the electric chair and frying them instead. Then Mad Dog's brother gets killed from, I don't know, from I think it's from electricity from I think one of a one of our people getting electrocuted used the bathroom to some degree and I think he steps in it and dies from getting electrocuted. I may be wrong on that, but it's what it seemed like that's what happened. Um so Mad Dog's free. He goes back to his gang, which he's got, I don't know, thirty or forty people, which Tom Savini is part of that gang. And uh He's, uh, you know, regrouping everybody and taking back over the gang and, you know, going back to the living as it was before. Nicole Eggert's character is an undercover cop and she's there and she's trying to get close to him to make the arrest. But she's got all these built-in handy-dandy devices that we still don't even have today where she's got like a recording camera that's in her eye. I say we don't have it. Uh, she's got a communication device, which is an earring, and she's communicating with her fiance, and they're they're both working for, you know, the city or whatever, and they're trying to make a big bust. Well, things go wrong; they get captured, and uh, her fiance gets shot in the head, and she gets strung up and left for dead. She pretty much is dead. Bruce Abbott is a scientist. And he's convinced the mayor, which is Susan Terrell, which she's fantastic. I mean, she's Susan Terrell. She's the same in every movie. But but having her as the mayor is fantastic. Uh, Sarah Doug- Douglas is a, uh, a doctor that's working in the emergency room that's trying to bring Nicole Eggert back to life after she's died. Bruce Abbott gets the okay from the mayor to do the, the Lazarus Project. And bring her back. You know, again, this is it's dead up RoboCop, right? I mean, they bring her back. She doesn't remember much of her past at first, or she doesn't know that she's dead. Except what's different is she's not so much mechanical as she is just got a lot of serum in her body that's keeping her alive and keeping the tissue from dying out. And uh, he's trying to create a weapon of, you know... Uh, of good, just like RoboCop, something that's going to replace the police force and get rid of crime. 
which, you know, for a while she's able to go out and do all this stuff, stop a bunch of bad guys, and starts weaning away Mad Dog's group, right? Again, it's RoboCop. And, but starts having uh, recollections of her fiancé and who she is. She looks up her files just like RoboCop and sees where she's been deceased. And I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's RoboCop, everything about this movie. And if you like RoboCop, I think you'll enjoy this. But you know 100% we're just ripping off RoboCop, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're going to rip off a movie, rip off a good one, right? Um, and at first, she don't want to be this, this, you know, machine used for this kind of life. She's got this pretty cool motorcycle that's almost like Kit, the car from Knight Rider. It doesn't talk to her, but, you know, she can shut it down just by, I don't know, I don't know if her, her robo suit, her demolitionist suit is connected to it to where she can just shut it on and off. She's, she's wearing this outfit with shoulder pads and, you know, uh, it's all patent leather, you know, looks pretty awesome. She's wearing this mask that covers her face. And when she talks to it, it gives her a robot voice. But the, the thing is, is the mask has no impact whatsoever. It doesn't do anything. It's not keeping her alive. It's not like she's Darth Vader and she has to have to keep the mask on. She just puts it on when she's the demolitionist. The rest of the time she can talk totally normal and everything without it. So the point of the mask is nothing. It just looks cool. <laughs> and that's really the whole thing about a, a lot of this, right? And, uh, but she, uh, ends up, uh, you know, getting to face off with, uh, uh, with Mad Dog at the end, right? Which is what we're looking for. Uh, she kind of turns her back on the system for a while and doesn't want to be a part of it. Matter of fact, she even goes to the hospital and, Pulls the plug on her boyfriend or her fiance, which is like, what the heck? But, you know, he was pretty much gone. He shot himself in the head or somebody shot him in the head. So she goes and pulls the plug on him. I think she's planning on killing herself, too, and just being done. But the thing is, is her skin rejuvenates. She's kind of like kind of like Wolverine, right? Or take it even further. It's kind of like uh, the bad guy from uh, Silent Rage, the Chuck Norris movie, where you just... She can cut herself with a scalpel and it just heals right back up. So she can go out and get shot up and just jump back up and right back into action. As long as the serum's in her. And she's even got a chair that she has to get into, which keeps her primed up and injects her and all this stuff. And it's, again, it's RoboCop. Everything about this is RoboCop. Uh, except for the ending where you're getting to the face-off, which is very, very much like The Crow. A lot of double gun, you know, guns in each hand, each hand kind of action. A lot of flipping, and you know, you kind of get that kind of stuff going on. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, not to give too much away, but you know, uh, they end up destroying the uh, the room that keeps her alive. So now she's on borrowed time, but she's going to finish things out, right? And uh, that kind of leads to the big finale of this movie, which I, again, I know it's, it's, it's RoboCop and a dash of the crow, but it's fun. This is a fun little movie. So if you haven't seen it and you like low budget action stuff, I, you know, I really enjoyed this one. I think, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, 
I'm going to give it, I'm still going to give it middle of the road, three out of five. I don't think I'll watch it a bunch, but it is fine, fun to see all of these heroes or people that I admire in all these movies together in one flick. Um, not bad, not bad at all, folks. So uh, check this one out. Let me know what you think. I really enjoyed it, and I think you will too. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.